dogs. The emotional bond with my fur babies is profound, and as crazy as it seems, fully reciprocated. If you are one of those people who don't get dogs, then I would start fast-forwarding rather quickly. Or maybe, just maybe, this chapter will change your mind. The first dog I remember entering my life was Smokey. He was a quichound, a small husky-like dog, distinguished by black circular markings around the eyes, as if they had just stopped the sled and popped some glasses on to check the map. Oddly, they aren't from the polar waste at all. They are originally from Holland and bred as barge dogs, though I'm not sure what makes them, or indeed any dog, especially suited to life in a canal. Knowing my mother, I suspect the arrival of Smokey was nothing to do with her. She is of the old school when it comes to being house-proud. We never doubted how much she loved us, but there were certainly occasions when we felt she would have chosen a clean, undisturbed antimacassar over me and my older sister Paula, running around the house with jammy fingers and a careless crayon. Left her own devices, I imagine the sofa would have still been wrapped in plastic and all the shoes left outside. Coasters matter. Doubtless, our first pet was thanks to my father, who could be sold anything, whether he wanted it or not. He worked for Guinness Brewery as a travelling sales rep, so presumably he bumped into guys in pubs who quickly realised that they had an easy mark. I was never there, but I imagine most of his ill-judged purchases were in some way designed to make me and my sister happy. Your kids will love it. Ireland in the mid-sixties was going through an epic amount of change. The life we were living as children bore no similarity at all to the one my father had led twenty years before. He had followed horses ploughing fields and drunk milk still warm from the cow. We were growing up in a world of television, pavements and back gardens. Once we graduated beyond playing peekaboo, we were a constant source of mystery to him. These greasy-haired mid-afternoon drinkers were selling my dad the secrets of being a modern father. He was a sitting duck. Amongst the many purchases he arrived home with were a cine camera, which he never mastered, a set of never-used left-handed golf clubs, a bright orange record player, it's the modern style, and best of all, a ball of grey and black fur. I can only imagine my mother's pursed lips and steely-eyed expression when Dad opened his coat to reveal a little canine Heathcliff. Nowadays, when families are considering getting a pet, they are urged to research breeds to find a dog that is suitable for their lifestyle, age of children, and accommodation. Clearly, none of these questions had been asked before Smokey was wrapped in an old cardigan and stuffed into the footwell of the passenger seat in my dad's car. But what did we care? It could have been a three-legged greyhound with a circus of performing fleas on his head, and we would have been happy. We had a dog. There are no photos of Smokey as a pup, so I presume he entered our life fully formed. Aged four or five, I could waddle up to him and throw my chubby arms around his neck, so on one very important level he was perfectly suited to being a family dog. I imagine my parents wondered what could have led the previous owners to abandon lovely Smokey. Well, the truth will out, and so would our dog. Smokey liked to wander. He liked to wander a lot. We lived in the suburbs of Waterford at the time. It's a small city in the southeast of Ireland, and we were amongst the first people to move into a new estate of houses. There was a busy road in front, but behind there were abandoned acres waiting for more houses to be built, so no one worried too much when the dog went off in his solo jaunts. At first he wouldn't be gone for too long, as the lure of food would drag him back before dark. 
but when these absences started to last past bedtime, then it was felt something should be done. It was decided that Smokey would get locked into the outside toilet. In case you ever meet my mother, I should hastily point out that we also had indoor facilities. But it was only when we attempted to incarcerate Smokey that we discovered he was the Houdini of the dog world. A houndini, if you will. Doors were mysteriously opened. Tiny windows left ajar for air proved large enough to squeeze a big dog body through. It was becoming a problem. A knock came on the door one evening. It was a man claiming that our adorable fluffy playmate had been killing his chickens. Surely not. The family unit shuffled outside to the dog stable slash loo to investigate further. Smokey was out, but there was no denying the number of feathers on the floor. Money changed hands, and the strange man left.